Let's get rocking! It's time for the Metal Groove. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. A podcast dedicated to music. Party on, dude! Extreme close-up! Here's your metal host. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Tombstone Josh. These guys are 11. to all of my friends out there. Thank you so much for joining me today. But hey, but first, we got to address the ugly elephant in the room. And that mother is called Daylight Savings Time. Came roaring back over the weekend like that crazy ex you've been trying to ditch for months. And we have got to super kick that mother in the face starting right here, right now. So let's go. It is Steel Panther Week for me. Cannot begin to tell you how stoked and excited I am for this show they're coming to Charleston, first of all, which is incredible. I normally have to drive a decent distance to go see them, but they're coming to my hometown. There was no way I was missing the show. They always put on a hell of a show, as a matter of fact, and this time is going to be interesting because they have a brand new bass player. So the dynamic of the band is going to be interesting. The set list is going to be interesting. There's going to be brand new jokes. So I know it's going to be one hell of a show. But speaking of one hell of a show, I feel like we have one of those for you today. I got one on tap right here in my pocket, and I'm going to share it with you guys. So let's go. We are going to rock the house, of course, as always. But hey, I wanted to share a couple articles that I found over the weekend I thought were pretty interesting, man. At least to me, they were. So I'm going to share them with you guys, because that's what kind of friend I am. But anyways, speaking of this weekend, I had a pretty great one. I hope you guys all had a pretty great weekend as well. Started off with a little ink therapy on Friday. One of my favorite things to do. I love it. Some people are scared of it. There's nothing to be scared of. It's a great time. Like I said, it's therapeutic. I just got one. I can't wait to get the next one. That's how much I love it. And then Saturday, I went to see a little movie. And by little movie, I mean long, long, long movie by the name of The Batman. Which was cool. Second time you've seen it. Gave me the idea for this show, but we'll dive into that a little bit later. And then on Sunday, got to hang out with my kids at Topgolf. That was a lot of fun, man. We were there for a birthday party. I'd never been there before, so I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was actually a pretty cool place. I had a really good time. They have a fantastic environment, really good food. It was just an all-around awesome hang, man. So if you have one near you, I can't suggest enough. Hey, man, go check it out. Go have some fun. Go play some golf. It's a really good time. All right, jumping in this little bit of news I wanted to share with you guys. Netflix just posted a trailer for this show that they got called uh, Metal Lords that's coming out soon. Checked out the trailer. It looks like a fun uh, kind of teen comedy. Just looks like a fun time. Um, it's made by the people from Game of Thrones, D.B. Weiss and David Benoif. Um, and then also has an executive music producer, uh, Tom Morello from Raging Against the Machine. Sounds like they have a pretty pretty good um, music already on board. I never watched Game of Thrones, but I heard they did some pretty good stuff over there, apparently. Um, so this show might actually be pretty badass. Definitely a lot of fun, I think. Um, For a synopsis, it has two kids start a metal band in high school where exactly two kids care about the metal genre. 
They can't find a bassist, but there is one girl who plays the cello. They all need to work together if they're going to win Battle of the Bands. Kind of gives me a little bit of a School of Rock vibes, but there ain't nothing wrong with that. That was a great movie. Um, so you know what? Hey, I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Also, I just saw that Tesla put out a lyric video for a song that they have coming out on their newest album. I was like, I had no idea Tesla was still putting out albums. And then also in that uh, same article, it said that they are doing a spring-summer tour. I was like, wow, man, these guys put on a heck of a show. If they come anywhere near here, I'm definitely going to go see them. Unfortunately, they're not. But I suggest if you see that they're coming near here, go, che go check them out. They are really good, super talented musicians. And like I said, they put on a pretty killer rock show. Speaking of fun rock shows, Tenacious D added a couple um, dates to their tour. Um, they're adding 10 dates to be exact. So, um, you know, I guess a lot of people felt, hey, man, we're missing out on the D. We need a little bit more D. That's what she said. So Tenacious D, they were more than willing to do that. So they're extending their tours. Like, that's pretty cool. Uh, again, another band that's not coming anywhere near here. But that's cool because we have a lot of cool bands coming our way. Um, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good time here in Charleston, South Carolina, man. A lot of rock coming down south. All right, let's dive into this week's topic. If Batman was a band. Hey, what the hell does that mean, Josh? Well, let me tell you. What I wanted to do was share some of my thoughts about Batman, and the best way I know how to do that is through music. I'm going to take an actor and his performance as Batman and compare it to a band I think fits that same mold. Should be a lot of fun, and come on, Batman is metal as hell anyway, so it fits the show. But right off the rip, let's make those ear holes smile with a good one. The beginning of this song especially makes me want to crank this thing up. That ride cymbal, that guitar riff, ooh, the tasty melomist. Plus, it's a fun song to play. Here is Slayer with Bitter Peace. Be right back.
All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. So the idea for the topic of this show this week hit me on the way to see the movie, actually. I was thinking to myself, hey, a few of my podcast buddies reviewed the movie, so what would be a way that I could talk about Batman and make it relate to my show? Everyone has their favorite Batman, just like everyone has their favorite band. It always makes for a fun debate, so I did my best to take some notes, and I came up with a fitting, small sample size for what I think of each Batman and his subsequent movies. I'm going to start off with the two I didn't have as many feelings about and then work my way up. So here we go, guys. Should be a lot of fun. Of course, we're going to start with George Clooney. A lot of people's least favorite, if I could be honest with you right there. But I wanted to say Kiss, and my brother was like, no. Review it, Rob was like, no way. Don't disrespect Kiss like that. And he wouldn't let me use Kiss, so... I was like, all right, well, what do we do here? Is this anyone's favorite Batman? I mean, I'm sorry if it is, but I cannot give this one any serious consideration. I tried to think of a band that was just cartoony, some kind of weird interpretation, or just a joke of a band. What actual band doesn't take itself seriously and is not good at their craft? So when I started to think about bands in silly, just... Not taking themselves seriously, I of course thought of Steel Panther, but they're actually talented musicians that, you know, they they kill it. They're actually, they're great musicians, they do great songs, so I couldn't use them. Then I thought, hey, you know what, Cheap Trick, but you know what, they're really talented dudes too. Even though they're silly, they still kill it on their instruments, they write great songs. So I do not know what real band is actually worthy of this slander. So I will go with the fake band, and that band is Spinal Tap. And if any band could appreciate bat nipples, I think it'd be Spinal Tap. The only real difference here is that Spinal Tap was meant to be a joke, and they actually did a really great job doing it. Batman and Robin was just a joke from top to bottom. Sorry, that's my thoughts on it. He's going to be my least favorite. Next on the list is actually a really cool one. A lot of people love this performance, actually, and it's Will Arnett. He does a pretty solid job. What band do a lot of people love? What band does an absolute solid job without doing anything spectacular? What band will you put on, not only for a long time, but just for a good time? A mood booster type of band. A really good band that no one will say is the best band of all time? Well, I got one for you. That band is ACDC. You could just see Will Arnett's Batman singing, For those about to rock! As he's driving the Batmobile through Gotham on his way to whoop some ass. Um, the Lego movies were just a fun time. I think Will Arnett as Batman just made sense for what was needed. Uh, two thumbs up for me, no complaints. And if he was actually to do another Batman movie, you know what, I know it would be enjoyable. Um, just like a new ACDC album would be. No matter what it is, you just know it would be a really good time. Alright, now that we got those two out of the way, let's dive into one more silly one before we get into the meat and potatoes of the list. Adam West. Old school. Probably not the best performance, but got the job done. He's classic, but he's also kind of silly. Was it cringy at times? Was it even cheesy? Sure, but it was still enjoyable. What band to me feels kind of silly, old school, classic, but still had its moments? A band that kind of started the genre, kind of got it, got on, you know, kind of got rock and roll going, but still is not considered one of the best of the best. What band will I not put on willingly, but if I hear them think... Oh yeah, you know what? Hey, that's a pretty good band. That band is called the Rolling Stones. Just Mick Jagger himself and his vibe kind of feels like he could have been a villain in one of the old Batman TV shows. 
just over the top at times, but serviceable. Not going to hate on it either. I think they both could go hand in hand. I can hear someone's grandpa saying equally, you know, in my day, then insert conversation about Adam West as Batman or the same thing about the Rolling Stones. So Adam West, good old school, got the job done just like the Rolling Stones. Not my personal favorite, but hey, man, it works. Val Kilmer. All right, here we go. This one hits a little closer to the heart. I got a lot of shit for loving this Batman. Just like I get a lot of shit for liking 80s metal. Is it slightly embarrassing? Maybe. But is it still awesome? Yeah, sometimes. I didn't get the name Tombstone Josh because I draw really great tombstones, guys. No, I love the movie Tombstone starring Val Kilmer. A role of a lifetime that he put his stamp on playing the character of Doc Holliday. To me, that's the top of the list as far as one of the greatest performances of all time in a movie. It is this one. I get a lot of crap for it, but I love Val Kilmer and his Batman due to a little bit of bias. I will go on record and say Batman Forever getting crap isn't Kilmer's fault, though. He's a great actor. He just got a bad movie that started awesome and then slowly started to fade to this comical movie that just didn't land. That's the best way I can explain it. Now, who could I compare that to as far as the 80s metal genre? Because that's what I'm going with. Um, that's what I'm going with here for Val Kilmer. What band started great, faded a bit, and then eventually became a shell of their former selves? Then it hit me. That band is Bon Jovi. Pretty Boy Singer. I mean, hey, Val Kilmer's a freaking handsome dude, so that just fit already. But Pretty Boy Singer started out with his kick-ass band. They had some really great records in the early days, but then it fell off. They got soft somewhere in the middle, and it just became silly to see. I mean, I, I can't watch them live anymore, to be honest with you. They just, they just don't sound like they used to. But I mean, come on, they're pretty much country these days, and we all know how I feel about country. Either way, I think that Val did with Batman Forever count as a good performance. Not quite forgotten, but not many people's favorite either. Like Bon Jovi of 80s. They rocked some houses early, but then it became just a band that fills the gap of musical history. And that's where I'll leave that one. Just like I'm going to leave this one. We're going to take a break. We're at the halfway point of the list. I'm going to go ahead and catch my breath. While these next couple of tunes take your breath away, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
White Bat by He Is Legend and Disaster Piece by Slipknot. Got to love Joey Jordison on those drums. At least I know. I do. But anyways, diving back into this list. And guys, it's about to get a little long-winded because we're getting into the serious ones now. It is time to move forward with what many people consider to be the best Batmans or their favorite Batmans. And I'm going to start with one I got a ton of respect for. Kevin Conroy. Who has played the part longer and to many people better than anyone else? Who has been owning the metal scene longer and to many people better than anyone else? That band is Metallica. Conroy was the voice of Batman from the early 90s all the way up until the 2020s. That's 20 plus years of Batman. Animated, film, video games, all of it just awesomeness. When people ask who is the best Batman of all Batmans, it's Conroy, just because of the longevity. When people ask who is the metal band of all metal bands, it's Metallica. The comparison just seems perfect to me. I really enjoy both. They fit together so well, I'm not really sure what else to say. They both stand the test of time, they both have a great following, and they both rarely let you down. So that just felt like a no-brainer to go with that one for me. Alright, moving on, we're going to go with Mr. Ben Affleck next. What can we say about this one? Didn't get a strong sample size, but we what we did get is we got a pretty awesome Batman. You want badass, tough, heavy, I mean this was a bulky Batman, but a solid good Batman, Ben absolutely kills it. You want a badass, tough, solid, good band, you go with Black Sabbath. Probably the original heavy metal band. What was Affleck? Probably the most original, comic-driven version of Batman that we got in a live action. Going back and thinking about Batman vs. Superman, the Justice League movies, plus the Suicide Squad stuff, he was a steady performer. 
brought a sense of killer mentality, but incredible smarts to the role, much like Sabbath did with their music. Incredible musicians rocking great songs that you could put on while you work. Just have it on in the background. You know it's going to be a kick-ass time. Get in, get out, leave a mark. I have a pretty good feeling that if the live-action Batmans all fought at their time of filming, Ben would probably win. It'd be a slobber knocker, but I think, uh, I think Ben would win it. You put Black Sabbath up against a lot of bands of that time, not only will they outperform you, they will rock harder. Ben only had a few flicks as the Cape Crusader, but they all left a mark, same as Sabbath did with Ozzy. It may have only been a few years and a few albums, but they still stand the test of time. Now, back Sabbath went on to kill it for many years with a bunch of other great singers, but still people only talk about the Ozzy years, which is unfortunate, so that's what I'm going to use for this comparison. Christian Bale. My favorite Batman. How do I pick this in an unbiased way and not just crown it as my favorite band of all time to go with my favorite Batman. But also with that being said, I can't just be, just pick a, a normal band. I have to pick one that I really like. Bale to me is the best mixture of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Bale also has what many consider to be the best Batman movie with The Dark Knight. Also, Bale was the best live action Batman we had after a few years of what people consider to be the missing years of Batman live action or just no Batman at all. But like rock music, there was in my opinion a gap of great bands, just a bunch of one hit wonders it seemed like. Sure there were some bands that got kind of popular during this time, but there was no real rock band to take music by the world, just grab it by its throat and take it. But there was one band that started and hung around in the 90s. One band that could seemingly do anything and it would be awesome. Just continue to get better and better and becomes this new generation's best rock band. That band is the Foo Fighters. When I got to watch a Batman, it's probably going to be one from the Nolan trilogy. When I go to listen to music, the majority of the time it's probably going to be the Foo Fighters. From Batman Begins, spanning to the Dark Knight Rises, Bell put out a performance of killer work. Very few hiccups, just consistent, enjoyable, and just like Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, all good things, no complaints, just a solid badassery all right here we go we got two more to go guys and a lot of people are considering the next two to be the two that you go with when it goes when it comes to live action batmans robert pattinson this one may seem a bit obvious from the soundtrack a lot of people are already calling him the emo batman but i disagree to me emo is whiny a little weak even this performance by Pattinson feels a little more grunge, especially after my brother pointed it out to me. Gritty with elements of punk and metal combined. Very serious and in your face, but tough. A lot of people are already calling this the, bat, the best Batman ever, and a lot of people said this about the same band I'm comparing it to. That band is Nirvana. Just feels right to compare the two. When Nirvana first came on the scene, people crowned them as the new kings of rock and roll. Is it my personal favorite? No. Is it still really, really good? Yes. And that is just, that's like the exact same way I feel about the Batman, the movie, and Pattinson's portrayal of Batman um, as well. Nirvana has a song in there as well, and it just sets a great tone for the movie as far as brooding, just good ambiance going on in the background. So I felt like that was a perfect fit as well. Plus Pattinson had... That very dark, dirty, mysterious vibe going on, kind of like Cobain did back in the day and some of the other grunge-era musicians. 
So it feels like a great match. When I go to watch a Batman movie, am I going to put this one on first? Probably not. But if someone is watching it, I'll hang around and I'll enjoy it. Just like I did this weekend with my brother. Much like Nirvana, I do not often put their music on first. But if I hear it somewhere, I'm definitely going to rock out with it and be like, oh yeah, that's some good stuff. Oh, and one more comparison. What was up with all the rain in this movie? You know where else there's a lot of rain in the world? Seattle. So, hey, enough said. <laughs> and that brings us to, you know who, the man, Michael Keaton, who many to this day still consider the best Batman of all time. I tried to think of a band that would fit his portrayal. Here we have a guy that was a great Batman and a pretty good Bruce Wayne. Keaton pumped out two phenomenal Batman movies. So with other two top Batmans on the list being English actors, I consider Keaton the best American Batman. Who is considered the best American hard rock band of all time? You got it, Van Halen. Perfect sense, actually. It makes sense because Keaton put out two great Batman movies with two different tones. Van Halen had two great eras between Roth and Hagar. So I kind of compare those two right there. Batman 89, the original gangsta. To the point, doesn't mess around, kick ass, top to bottom, just like the Roth era. Then on the flip side, you got Batman Returns. Kind of different. Took its own path, but still in my opinion, in my opinion kicks a ton of ass, just like, the, um, just like the Hagar era. As a whole, Keaton's Batman and Van Halen are just about one and the same. You can put on a Van Halen album and hardly anyone is going to bitch. You throw on a Keaton Batman movie... Everyone's going to be happy. One more tie-in. David Lee Roth is a scene-stealing, egotistical, funny, in-your-face, charismatic entertainer that was perfect for his role in the band. Seems exactly like Jack Nicholson was for Batman 89. And there you have it. That is my take or a 30-second review of each Batman in each Batman movie and how I think they can relate them to another band. Ton of fun. I had a lot of fun taking the notes, going back, thinking about, reminiscing about the movies. So I hope you guys enjoy that as much as I did putting it together. And I think we should end the show on a fun note, a good little song by Rob Zombie. Just the organ in this song alone gets me dancing. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. And we will see you guys next week. Wow, you fucking whore. What a fucking whore. What a whore. What a whore. What a whore.